Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Hi guys, it's been quite a while now since I've made a video. I'm sorry about that. I'm looking at learning about technical things to bring you some upcoming surprises on the channel and, and do actually live interviews. As I said in the last video, really amazed at their response to the request to for people to be interviewed in relation to long-term relationships with narcissists and thank you from the bottom of my heart for that amazing response and it leads me to the start of the video today but i did just want to say hi from me hi from remy and thanks for everyone that says hello to him for any new subscribers, as I said, we sometimes do walks and Remy said to me today, come on, let's get out and bring our friends with us because it's a beautiful day. And I'd like to start the video on a positive note. It is going to be about pain and how the narcissist will use your pain against you. Um, but I'd like to start off by saying there's been a kind of a bit of a theme with people and I guess if you listen to too many narcissistic abuse videos, it can seem like the world is full of narcissists. But it's not. It's actually, yeah, sure, it's a growing trend, but it's not full of narcissists. And if ever you wanted proof, I can tell you from the experience of um, running this channel that the people that are out there that email me from time to time and a very, very generous person actually gave a really big donation there which which really meant a lot to me because I'm just trying to get some technical help so that donation is going to go towards the channel and to try and bring bring more value to to us all so to see where Remy is guys oh he's got a stone okay guys that's by the way, the start of the beach, I started on, I was just trying to kind of get clear of of people and we'll walk to the end. There's not many people out today. So yeah, so just going back to that theme, the world is full of good and very, very loving people and not people that manipulate you to get what they want all the time. But for the for those of us that have gone through narcissistic abuse and come out the other side and even are still going through it, Yes, these videos are very valuable and yes, you do need to understand what you've been through and how to recover from it. And that is the purpose that I will continue making these videos. So understanding that some narcissists are aware of what they're doing, but they're few and far between. And the majority of narcissists that we will encounter are people that are unaware that they are narcissists and they choose to manipulate other people to get their needs met rather than love and be reciprocal in relationships. 
So as always, I deal with the mainly the romantic relationship, although this can be can be referenced for any uh, relationship with a narcissist. So we know that narcissists do have emotions, but they're mainly in the negative vein. And they require others to regulate their other functions, their other emotional functions. So they're very, very drawn to empathic people who are positive all the time or most of the time, who are very loving and giving and seem very happy. And the narcissist is drawn to this type of person instinctively. I think because they feel that they'll get their needs met, that this person is going to make them happy or show them show them how to be happy or they can become like this person if they're with them. For whatever reason, they're very drawn to us. I just want to stop there for a minute. Is someone coming along? Remy's keeping up. Thank you, Remy. So, the narcissist, when they start off, you know, from an early stage, they experience pain. They're, whatever happens to them at an early age, they can be genetically predisposed to narcissism, but if they're brought into an environment that is not going to nurture them and teach them what empathy is and teach them how to regulate themselves emotionally and become independent of their caregivers, and they have a traumatic experience with their parents, they can be introduced to pain at a very young age. And I guess the narcissistic personality disorder is called a defense mechanism. I find it a very offensive mechanism, but psychologists will say it's a defense mechanism against pain. So the narcissist is very well versed in pain from the very start of their life, unfortunately. So instinctively they know that they have to protect themselves against it. They know what it is to feel it and they know what it is to inflict it. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't have developed this disorder or this narcissistic personality style. So when they meet people, they do an assessment on, on us and listen guys, Everybody, anyone that's human is going to have a wound of some sort or another that they bring into adulthood with them. We're all imperfect, perfect human beings. Even if your wound is tiny, like it's, it's just on a finger basically for want of an analogy. The narcissist has a pain sonar, a pain radar. And they will find whatever wound you have, no matter how healthy you are. And they will open it up, open your vulnerabilities up, and they'll stick their finger in it and make it wider. They are not there to heal your wounds initially. Although the brilliant upside of recovery from narcissistic abuse is that you, you can often finally get those wounds sealed right over. In one way, although we shouldn't have to go through it to do that, in one way it's a healing 
finally a healing experience because of what you do for yourself afterwards. But getting back to the topic of the narcissist and your pain, they're able to stick their finger in whatever wound you have, be it from childhood, be it that you walk with a limp that you see with one eye, whatever you feel that you're not good enough, whatever you're carrying with you, they will use as a kind of um, a backdoor in so that after, after the love bombing stage and when they are going into the devaluation stage with you, they will get you to doubt yourself very much by pressing on this wound so that you feel less adequate, you feel less yourself, you feel they're right and they have more control over you if they're in charge of your wound, so to speak. So it's a pain management thing in, in the devaluation stage. And then particularly, it's a way of controlling you because they know what, let's say, not your faults, but things that make you weaker are. Your wounds make you weaker. Your self-doubt makes you weaker. You know, your lack of total confidence and love for yourself can make you weaker and more vulnerable to narcissistic abuse. Then when they leave you, they know that pain is the control button, really. That by leaving you or you escaping from them and them trying to remedy that by a, a violent or cruel discard or an excessively potent smear campaign, it's their narcissistic shield against pain. By the more pain they, they make you go through, the less pain they'll feel themselves. It's like a defense against them feeling any pain and reframing and, you know, justifying their reasons for leaving the relationship or treating you badly. Everything is reframed to, to help them avoid pain and to make sure that you feel the pain. It's like, how can I best describe it? It's, it's kind of... It's as if they're trying throughout their lives to reenact whatever happened to them as a young child with their parents. They kind of... We all do it to a certain extent. You know, we do it when we have wounds. We kind of go into maybe a situation or relationship where we can try and heal that wound. And in some ways, maybe that's why we're drawn into relationships with narcissists. Our God sends them to us. If that's a terrible thing to say, I don't know. We make the choice, but when we end up with relationships with narcissists, we can often come out of it eventually a healed and much better person, unlike the narcissist who will go on and on to repeat their abuse cycles and destroy lives and destroy their own at the same time so it's a very sad way to live but yeah the narcissist can replay what happened in childhood and that often comes across as them appearing to be kind of parental with you and giving out to you and telling you what to do and causing you pain and punishment it's like they're reclaiming the position that they didn't have not reclaiming, but going into the position they didn't have as a child. So they're taking the control that the abusive parent had 
and you're taking the narcissist's position. So they're now being the parent in control and you're being the one that's being doled out the pain. And in their minds of black and white thinking, if they're in that powerful position, they can no longer be hurt. Does that sound weird? I really think that that's one of the dynamics of why a narcissist goes through his or her cycle. It's like if they can get on top of their childhood trauma and pain and finally, you know, get to be the parent in the situation or whoever their abuser was or whoever had power over them that made them feel so bad that they had to develop a defense mechanism. But it's always temporary, transitory. Whatever relief they get by causing you pain and moving on to the next person that they're going to go through the cycle with again, they can never regulate themselves enough to feel at peace. It's just a temporary reprieve. It's like taking a drug for them. You are their drug. I mean, don't for one minute think that the, nar the narcissist is this powerful, all-knowing all being that goes around from one relationship to the next, enjoying the spoils of each relationship. The narcissist is essentially, is this essentially a drug addict. They always need empathic people. So you are their drug. You know, they can't operate without other people, without people who are empathic, because they have a lack of the ability to feel happy, to feel joyous. They're steeped in, and negative negative emotions and in order to to run from these they need you to supply them what they didn't learn to learn how to supply when they were young feelings of good love joy happiness feelings they envy you for so guys you see the little man going down to the sea Oh, it's a beautiful day here. It's it's mild, you know. There's a bit of a breeze, but it's mild. Um, it's a Monday, so there's really really no one on this beach that's very busy. It's usually it's a long, long beach, really stony. It does the soul good to get out in this kind of. In this kind of scenario, it seems like strange talking about narcissistic people and people that are unable to sustain peace, I think, within themselves. And sometimes that's a very sad thought to have and we can sometimes feel sorry for them because it is sad, but feeling sorry is okay so long as you stay away and love yourselves because remember these individuals actually enjoy your pain which is pretty horrific they enjoy your pain because it makes them it relieves them it's as if there's a transference to you so you feel the pain and they they feel the power and they think that they're escaping it for a while subconsciously or the aware narcissist consciously so guys 
I will reiterate to end this video that there are genuinely kind and loving people out there. We're recovering from our wounds that were exasperated by the narcissist that would surely have healed in time over a lifetime of meeting loving, caring and healing people. But look, we had the experience with the narcissists. We didn't care for ourselves as we should have. There's a lot of lessons to be learned and a lot of positives to take from recovering from a relationship with someone who has chosen to try to manipulate rather than to love. So get out, go for a walk, be open to other people, just to chat, you know, communicate, even as a starting point. Say hello. Um, it's amazing that the pleasure it can give you, like just walking on this beach, there was a woman there and I've met her from time to time over the last few days and I suppose dogs bring you together, but just saying hello and asking her how she was today and we had a chat. and. I know if you're in a big city and things, you might not meet the same people all the time. But even if you're going into a shop regularly or getting your coffee from the same person, just passing the time of day and re-entering into human interaction, you know, in a measured way, because we can often isolate, that pain is, is very excruciating to deal with and to overcome. And on a last note, I'll say, you truly are the most powerful person that you'll ever meet. You're so much stronger than you think. You are the prize the narcissist wants. No matter how much they will try and con you, and I'm going to do a video on this, they con you into reframing situations and to thinking that you're to blame for things. Use that intelligent mind to, to know what you've been through, to know that you are more than good enough, and to know that someone's trying to establish a power base over you by getting you to believe that you're not good enough, getting you to believe that they're the desirable one, that they're the prize, and that they're in control, and they know what they're doing. Guys, I called the channel NarcCon, and the email is NarcsCon, because that's what they do. That's what they do. Okay, um, I want to say goodbye from Remy. He's up there scouting for stones. Remy, come and say goodbye. I know some of you guys like him. And in fairness, he's a very patient dog. He's going to start barking at a stone now. Oh my goodness, at least he's happy. There we go. Okay, so from this beautiful beach to the end, to the skyline, and to the end of the beach that way. You guys take care. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.